background of the Christmas song is probably the most amusing of all Christmas songs because it was written in the intense heat of July in Southern California. We have the song today because of two men, Mel Torm and Robert Wells. Mel was a famous entertainer who grew up in the show business and became an actor and songwriter. And Robert was also a songwriter and good friend of Mel's. As Mel tells a story, he says, I saw a spiral pad on his piano with four lines written in pencil. They started chestnuts roasting, Jack Frost nipping, Yuletide carols, folks dressed up like Eskimos. Bob didn't think he was writing a song lyric. He said he thought if he could immerse himself in the winter, he could cool off. And Ace Collins gives the rest of the story in his book where he writes, it had been chestnuts that started Wells' strange train of thought. He had seen his mother bring in a bag of them to stuff a turkey for dinner. Wells was thrown back to the days when he saw vendors selling chestnuts on New York City street corners. Yet while Wells was after nothing more than an attempt to think cold, Mel caught a glimpse of a song in the phrases he had written. With the temperature in the 90s and both men sweating through their clothes, they got to work on what was to become a Christmas classic. It took just 40 minutes. The assigned movie title songs were pushed aside as Wells and Torm climbed into a car and drove away to show off their latest song. From the moment Torm stopped in at Coles' L.A. home and played the Christmas song on his piano, Nat loved it. Sensing the song was a classic, he wanted to record it before Torm could offer it to anyone else. Within days, Cole had rearranged the song to suit his voice and pacing and cut it for Capitol Records. His instincts about the songs were potential right. Released in October of 1946, the song stayed in the top 10 for almost two months. Nats hit charted again in 1947, 1949, 1950, and 1954. Though the Christmas song would ultimately be recorded by more than 100 other artists, including Bing Crosby, Judy Garland, and even Mel Torme himself, none could ever break Coles' quote-unquote ownership rights. The song was instantly and forevermore a Nat King Cole classic. No one thought about it at the time, but Coles' cut of Torm's song became the first American Christmas standard introduced by an African-American. The success of that cut helped open the door for, for Lou Rawls, Ray Charles, and Ethel Waters to put their own spins on holiday classics. It gave Black audiences a chance to hear their favorite stars sing the carols that they loved as deeply as all other Christians. Thanks to the Christmas song, for the first time in the commercial marketplace, Christmas was not reserved for whites only. And with that, uh, with my final thoughts on that, the, the story uh, is that Cole wanted to record another song before Bing Crosby had a chance to make it into another hit following White Christmas. Crosby had already done that to Bob Hope when he tried to make a hit Christmas song. And although the song was written to help Wells think about winter during the July heat, uh, now whenever I hear this song, I always imagine the hot weather of Southern California in July. So with that, Enjoy this rendition of the Christmas song by none other than Nat King Cole himself. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose 
yuletide carols being sung by choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright tiny tots With their eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. 